Nostalgic Movie Review from Nerdy Merriman. <laughs> I still just love the new intro. It's so great. You guys have to let us know if you like the new intro. I added some movie clips of people saying our title <laughs> of our podcast because I thought that just sounded perfect for a movie review podcast. It fit. And we still love that our brother, Michael, did that intro music. It is beautiful. Thank you very much, Michael. You are wonderful. And with that, welcome back to new and nostalgic movie reviews. From Nerdy Married Men. (laughs) That's us. Nerdy Married. Yes, that's right. We're not single. Back off. Sorry. (laughs) I'm not. On today's episode... (laughs) We are talking about Spontaneous. That is a good pick from Steven. Go ahead and uh, start us off there. This movie came out in 2020. It was rated R, and it is one hour and 41 minutes long. And this movie is one of my favorite genre-bending films. This is a comedy, drama, horror, romance. Fantastic. If you (laughs) fucking told me there was going to be a way to put all of these four categories and make sure that all four of these things had prominent pieces of this movie where it actually almost felt like 25% comedy, 25% drama, 25% horror, and 25% romance, I would have been like, there's no way you're going to make that work. No way. This was an Amazon Prime original, which is ridiculous. I would never would have thought Amazon Prime would go this hard with like one of their first like big movies. Yeah, it's so good. Um, this stars Catherine Langford. Um, she is from the Thirteen Reasons Why. If you ever watched that Netflix show, uh, this is Charlie Plummer, Yvonne Orji, um, Haley Law, Piper Perabu, which is one of my all-time favorite. Like she was an old school crush of mine. Oh, okay. Um, she was in Coyote Ugly, one of my favorite rom-coms, oh, um, okay. where she actually plays like a bartender that actually, because the Coyote Ugly actually is a bar franchise. There's actually one in Denver. Oh, that's funny. On 6th Street. Uh, we went there once, but it was still like right at the end of COVID, so everyone was wearing masks and none of the dancers were dancing on the bar. That's a big thing. It's a country bar where the female bartenders dance on the bar. Fun. The time. It's a All really right. cool thing. But Pirate Paribu is the lead in that. I absolutely love seeing her. And then we had uh, Rob Hubel as well, was another big person in this movie. Oh, it was interesting seeing him because I'm used to seeing him in, like, he's in some episodes of The Office and a few other things. So it was kind of cool. I'm like, hey, he's, he's from The Office. <laughs> he's from that thing. He's from the other show. Yeah. Um, so I guess I will let you read the synopsis this time. All right. Get ready for the outrageous coming-of-age love story about growing up and blowing up when students in their school begin exploding literal, literally, <laughs> my goodness, uh, seniors Mara and Dylan struggle to survive in a world where each moment may be their last. Yes, and that is a fantastic kind of short way to say what this is without giving anything away <laughs> especially it, the growing up and blowing up it, it it really makes sense for the time this movie came out in 2020 this movie is basically about a pandemic happening within a school and these seniors trying to figure out how they're going to get through it and survive the rest of the school year yep it's just it, it's funny seeing the parallels between that and real life yes 
And this movie does so good at making everything feel so real. The heart-to-heart moments feel so real. Um, uh, I'll talk. I guess we'll go ahead and keep going with the our flow. Our Rotten Tomato score for this movie, I believe, this was a ninety-seven percent. Ninety-seven. And the audience score is 66, which is very surprising. Wide range there. Very wide range. It's kind of crazy how like the audience didn't like this one as much. Like, It's a little weird to me, but it is kind of a dark comedy film. So I could understand that the brutality of what this movie is is not for everyone. Yeah, and I mean, the director tends to make uh, movies... Fairly similar. I've only seen uh, a couple of his other movies. It's uh, Brian Duffield is the director. And he actually wrote um, some other movies. He wrote Underwater, uh, which I haven't seen that one yet. Um, but he also wrote The Babysitter, which was on oh, Netflix. That's an amazing and one, too. That movie is so great. <laughs> and so when I found out that he also did this, it made me that much more excited to check it out. If you guys haven't watched The Babysitter and The Babysitter 2... Watch them. Check it out. Fantastic. Samara Weaving uh, is basically a Margot Robbie identical twin. (laughs) We might just have to do a dual episode at some point showcasing the two babysitter movies. Uh, But with this movie spontaneous, he does. I think he knocks it out of the park. Yeah. No, this movie is incredible in every way. And it's probably going to be one on... I know at least my list of one that's going to be hard to beat for the rating I give this movie. Okay. For me, it it's probably going to be a little lower than yours, but I mean, that's, I wouldn't, it's not a bad movie. It's really good. Um, did you have any fun facts for this one? Uh, my fun fact was about Duffield writing the babysitter. Oh, okay. Uh, there, I haven't seen much about this movie behind the scenes yet. I tried to look some things up and, I, I just haven't seen much. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of stuff and research about this movie to find. Let's see. Uh, oh, it was filmed in Canada. That's pretty cool. So there's All a little right. fun fact there. Uh, okay, right here. The quote on Dylan's headstone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be right here are the last words E.T. spoke in the movie. Which, actually, there's a couple of E.T. references in the movie. Like, I absolutely love... The moment when both of them are behind that wall, like the the clear sheet between them. Oh yeah, and they <laughs> they point their fingers at each other. Just Elliot, <laughs> Elliot, and they're just yelling at each other. Elliot, <laughs> and all the hospital staffs like, what the fuck is wrong with these two? <laughs> are we sure these kids aren't on drugs? <laughs> Elliot. <laughs> Uh, so I guess what's your like first impressions of this movie? Like, how did you feel before giving your score, and then go ahead and give your score? This movie made me feel many things. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly didn't know what to expect, uh, it, but this movie made me feel pretty good. Uh, a lot of the acting in it is well done. There's a lot of very heartfelt moments. There's a lot of funny moments, and when the serious gets there, like I, I felt every emotion in the book watching this movie. Uh, so it it left me feeling satisfied after I finished it. All right. um, and with that, my score for this movie, I will give it, uh, I'll say an 89%. All right. Uh, it, just below a 90, but 
that's because it it had a few things I'll go into with the downfalls. Uh, but all in all, it is it's a good film. I'd recommend it to anyone. Um, I'm pretty much in the same boat. This movie, to me, it is just so amazing in the way it does everything about this. The way the comedy goes, it always hits. You're always laughing every time there's a funny moment. The way the sad moments are, you feel sad. The when like the horrifying things happen, you're scared. Like it's actually terrifying. Like the you think about the things they're going through and you're like, what the fuck? I don't even like, know what, what I would happening? do if that happened right next to me. Like and as many times as it's happened right next to them. <laughs> it's insane the trauma and stuff that these kids would have to go through. And that's why I, I do say that this film's probably not for everyone. It is gory. This is, like, we say, like, all of these comedy and romance stuff, and that's a big part of it, but it is still gory, and it is still horrifying. It's got some really scary shit in this movie. Exactly. And one of the th- quotes that I kind of love about this, and what's one of the th- reasons I loved, it's uh, the movie's, like, main quote, and the, what I really believe this movie was saying is, it's just life. Deserve has got nothing to do with it. Life's not fair. Nope. There is no explanation sometimes of just why things are shitty and it's just shitty. (laughs) (laughs) And um, for that reason, I gave this movie a 97. I only pushed it down from 100 because honestly, I do think this is a perfect movie in my eyes. I... In my eyes, this is a straight 100%. I'd knock it down to a 97 only for the fact that I know I cannot recommend this movie to everybody. I would love to, and that's, I think a 100% movie for me is something that is perfect in every way to me, but also something that no matter who I was with, I would be like, hey, we should watch this movie. And I can't say I would do that with Spontaneous. There's a lot of people I would not watch this movie with. And that makes sense, because it's, it's definitely not going to be for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, um, we are, I guess I'll go ahead and we're going to announce our next movie. That way, if you guys are waiting to listen to this episode because of spoilers and stuff. We'll tell you what that next one is. And we are doing my bad pick movie, which is We Are Your Friends, starring Zac Efron. Um, I believe you can find this for rent on most places. I don't think it's free anywhere. No, I don't believe so. It's renting on like Amazon Prime or you or can Voodoo get it on or, Voodoo or something yeah. like that. Which I think most of the time rentals on that movie is like 3 or $4. Yeah, most of that. It's, it's worth a watch. I'd say check it out if you're interested. It's a really good movie for people who like EDM and trance and ecstasy music, um, dubstep, all that kind of stuff. It's a movie about Zach Raffon being a DJ, so check that out next week. All right, uh, let's get into the spoiler talks and the good and bad of the movie. We needed some cheering. <laughs> Dig it. All right. Uh, why don't you get us started here? All right. Um, so we didn't really fully say what this movie was fully about earlier. We kind of wanted to leave that to you guys as a surprise. But if you're listening to the spoilers and still haven't seen it, basically the this movie is randomly at this one high school in this one classroom in the middle of class. A girl spontaneously combusts spewing blood everywhere she she literally explodes into like a mist slash just slop of blood it's like her entire like 
skeleton and flesh and everything immediately is vaporized and all the blood that was in her body just blast out the entire room from that point all that's left are her clothes and shoes just everything is and just her clothes and shoes blood. completely fine not scorched not any rips nothing wrong with them just fine just a little <laughs> of blood <laughs> and it's super fast and one of the things I absolutely love about this movie is we, as the audience and as the two main characters, we do not see the blow up until late in the movie. Yeah, we we keep seeing the aftermath or we see it from the side. Like, we don't see the initial right in front of the screen. Uh, I think it follows a lot with the main character, Mara. She'll, like, the first one in the movie, she leans down to pick something up. She dropped at her desk, and the explosion happens. And all you see is off screen, and you see the blood explode into the screen. Yeah, and you see blood, like, hit her hair and hit all of her shoes and cover her entire, like, right side in blood. But she didn't see it. It's about halfway into the movie when you actually see someone on screen blow up right there. And it's intense. It is. And it gets more and more intense the more it happens <laughs> and i'll say the effects of it were really cool uh whatever they did cg practical i think they did a mix of both it i i gotta say it if you uh i think we're gonna do this on our list later on but in the kingsman movie if you've ever seen the kingsman movie in that scene where all the heads are blowing up it's that almost <laughs> to a t that same <laughs> yeah, an explosion of blood. It's so cool. It's really good. Um, I, I love just the way like the characters described people in this movie. Like the way that she narrated a lot of these scenes. Um, like she says about what some I forgot what the girl's name was, but she says she's a sundress kind of person, cute, airy, not offensive. Yeah, <laughs> I just love that line. I love the way they describe the characters in this movie. And the other thing I love is how it shows how everyone is dealing with the trauma of everything going on. You know, some people are being more lighthearted about it, and some people are just depressed as all hell. And then you have some people that are just trying to be supportive in the people that died. And almost like to cult status where everyone's wearing like these sweatsuits to show the love for the people that have passed away. And it's really interesting. And I love how the comedy in this movie is really pushed to the forefront at times. Yes. But every time there is a death, it is not treated as a joke. No, it is It's never the butt of any joke. It's sad. It's horrifying. It's like, it's seriously like... You put that so perfectly because that is like the quintessential thing that me and Jen talked about loving about this movie is the comedy when it's there, it's for a good reason. And as soon as it gets serious, it is serious. Yeah. And it, it just, it does a 180 flip and it's done so well. And I think it, it, it fits with the title. Like you never know when spontaneous will happen. And when it happens, it's, it's always so shocking. You'll, be in the middle of a sentence with some characters and the whole time you're watching you're watching every person on screen wondering who's going to be next and then randomly in the middle of a sentence someone will just pop or maybe not maybe the scene will end perfectly fine and then later that night you just hear a pop happen it's so crazy yeah like the different times it happens and it being so random there was no 
pattern to this movie. No. There was no way you were going to know when it was going to happen or who it was going to happen to. And I really liked that. Like, I was actually very fearful of the main characters. And since we are kind of in spoilers, when one of the main characters dies, holy fuck. You're just like, whoa. That first one, it happens. You don't know which of the two died. The screen cuts to red with an explosion. And you're like, who was it? You don't find out until the, until the next scene where Ugh. the surviving character is covered in blood. And it's very reminiscent of like uh, Stephen King's Carrie where just covered in blood. Which I laughed at so hard because at the beginning of the movie, at the Halloween thing, she dressed as Carrie not covered in blood. And she, was, she made a joke about not being able to be covered in blood in that dress because of the other girl dying. And she's like, thanks, Olivia. <laughs> and then, of course, end of the movie, she's covered in blood. In almost that same dress. Like, that is so funny. That, that didn't click for me. The, I, I, when I saw that, I was like, great. The, I even wrote it down. I was like, you went back to the beginning. I had the perfect callback They had a good. Scene. They had a setup for later, a great yes. foreshadowing moment, and you don't even realize it. No, um, I absolutely loved like the first parts of their relationship. Like um, at first, when he texts her and he, she doesn't know it's him, she's like, "Don't send a dick pic. Don't send a dick pic." And he sends a picture of Dick Cheney, and then he sends another message right after. Sorry, it's a little crooked. <laughs> oh yeah, and he sent uh, he sends a, a picture of uh, Richard Nixon as well. And he just starts sending him, a, sending her a bunch of dick pics, and there are a bunch of people named Richard. And it's she's so like, funny. "That's dumb. Send more." <laughs> and, and it's just so cute. <laughs> like, and with that, the chemistry between the leads throughout the whole movie is just fantastic, and the, they're just so well written. I just, I, I can't praise it enough. Even like one of my downfalls is some of the sappy moments. Some just, I, they just, they're too sappy. But even in those moments that I was like. Uh, it's a bit much but it was still it's they still had great chemistry and it just it flowed well so even in those moments when i felt a little disconnected i'm like wow it it's still charming dude those sappy moments i love those ones so much because it just reminded me of how sappy i was at that age (laughs) (laughs) like seriously it was so bad but um, going even more, like, we talk about the humor. Like, one of my favorite dark humor moments of this movie, I laughed so hard at, and I felt so bad, was after they go to that funeral, and they go to the diner afterwards, the funeral of the first girl that died, I think her name was Olivia. Uh, they're asking each other how the funeral was, and the girl's like, oh, it was really sad. I hated seeing his parents. Oh, I, I really didn't, like, like, it was just really sad to have everyone there and like yeah yeah i don't know if it's gonna happen again yeah yeah and they're like what about you uh to the main guy and he's like oh, this is the second best funeral for me my dad's was better <laughs> <laughs> well that dark humor maybe when they maybe if they lose another kid they'll try harder next time <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sorry if that joke offends anybody but it's so horribly funny i love some dark humor <laughs> it's so good it's so good it's it's bad but it's good um i love that they uh try to say that pretty much everyone in the movie is cruel in their own ways yeah absolutely every character is so different yeah um yeah it's just 
I'm trying to think of what else I want to... There's basically not enough time to share all the good things that we love about this movie. Um, I guess one of the most heartfelt moments for me, the one I just love so much, is when uh, the main character, she finally is getting over her like grieving stage. And she's finally getting into the acceptance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she's finally started drinking and she finally apologized to her parents. And she goes and she lays on the grave of her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And her mom is there too. And she asked to lay down That's, next to her. It's the boyfriend's mom. Yeah. <laughs> and they lay down together on the grave and they look at the quote from E.T. And she thought that was awesome. And then she like starts crying and she says, you know, the first time I really hung out with Dylan, I was high on shrooms, and I saw so many of him, and now I can't see any of him. And that line almost there gets me. Like, <laughs> it's so perfect, because that's another amazing callback to the movie, because she was high on shrooms the first time they met, yeah. like, when they actually started talking to each other, when he, after he first said that he had a crush on her. And he's holding her hair... While she's throwing up because she drank too many shrooms at once. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks up at him and she sees like eight of them just standing around. She's like, this is weird. <laughs> Such a touching scene. Uh, and it's just so an amazing line. And I don't like I, it's, it's insane to me. Like, I can't believe like that line exists. <laughs> um, one of the really funny moments for me is when they're at the football game at the homecoming game and she's like trying to get she's taking all these pictures of three of the football players and dylan's like why are you just taking pictures and she goes look 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 and they all turn around at one point and their names were we love cox their last names were we love and cox all right next to each other and she took a picture because they were all standing together yeah and they were like in the slight wrong order it was we cox love (laughs) and she's like i'm waiting for the perfect moment that it'll line up and just say we love cox and so she keeps taking pictures and it's just so funny which i actually have a real life moment of this happening for me (laughs) what (laughs) so um i won't say where it was because of just like uh i don't want to show anyone out or like put anyone on the spot or anything but there was a place I was at where there people were lined up, and we knew all three of their last names. And these three people sat next to each other, and their last names were Buttrim, Boner, Hooker. <laughs> so I butt rammed a, <laughs> a hooker with my boner. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, they were all three sitting next to each other, and I laughed so hard, and I, I think I pointed it out <laughs> at that time. And I was just like. So seeing that moment just brought me back that memory. I was like, yes. Brought you back. Uh, so with uh, with that, do you have any downfalls for the movie? I know you gave it a super high score, but is there anything that you feel did not hit the mark with you? Um, I, actually, I don't think I wrote anything for downfalls. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I, 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 I'm looking at it, and my... 
hi highlights actually went down into my downfalls area and took over my downfalls area, and I didn't actually write anything for downfalls. That's how you know you love a movie. <laughs> uh, That's what I said. Like I said, it's a it's a hundred percent movie for me. I don't find any faults with this. There there were just a couple for me, and they weren't curious. specific. Uh, the third act of the movie was just not as engaging. And I get why. It was traumatic, and Mara is just aimlessly wandering. And those moments, it, that, it felt aimless. I just felt... I got to this point where I'm like, can we, can we move on already? Can we just keep going? And I understand why it did that, because I think it was trying to provoke that feeling yes. with you. But it, for me, that was a downfall, where I was like... <laughs> it, it went on just too long to where I was like, ah, I wish we got there quicker. And... The only other downfall I have is that you never find out the cause of why people are exploding, which I know is explained that life happens. You Sometimes you don't get a reason. You don't get an explanation. It just happens. But me being like, I want to know the answer. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. come on. I What's the cause? I'm why? so excited that you said this because <gasps> this is actually what I said to Jen is my biggest highlight. <laughs> that's so funny that's like it's a downfall for me and for you it's no like, it is yeah. it is honestly what i think saves this movie really and here's why here i i had a good thing with this um so when we watched the movie chicken and i we have actually watched it together twice now and both times we both kind of said the same thing i really love that they don't say any reason why this happened to any of them and why it just randomly stopped that is the most amazing part because that's just the whole reason of the movie is that that's like the whole entire message of the movie is just that life's not fair and no one deserves anything and you can never explain some things sometimes. But also with that, in movies, say like I, I bring up Rampage as a good example. The new Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie, Rampage. Oh, okay. Yeah, that video game movie. Yes. They could have just made it a video game adaptation movie without any scientific explanation. They tried to give a scientific explanation, and for Jin, being a microbiologist and having a master's degree in microbiology, <laughs> hated this movie as soon as they gave the description of why these monsters were the way they were. It, okay, it just... <laughs> Sometimes the reasoning, like, you cannot come up, and I have thought about this a lot, try to come up with an explanation for this that makes any sort of sense where people could actually have an explanation it's not possible so if it's not possible then this would be a bad explanation and you would hate it more for it it would definitely probably pull you out of the movie <laughs> but i just i mean i, I, I do wish. get what you're saying because <laughs> it, it does like you always have that wanting of knowing yeah it's it's you know people are uh they fear the unknown or they they just are uncomfortable by it so that's why people love satisfying endings or you know, finding something out, knowing the answer to the questions, which I know this movie is trying to explain that there isn't always an answer. Yeah, I think one of the reasons why this movie might not get as much love from, like, the audience as we saw in the audience score is it is probably a little meta. And if you don't like meta-style films, films that have a higher level of thinking where you have to, like, think about a lot of these different things and all the different perspectives of it and really analyze this movie, I don't think you're going to like it as much if you just take it at face value. That can make sense. 
I mean, that is the way it is for me. Like, the more and more I watch this movie, the more and more I think about this movie, the more I love and, like, I realize why they did certain things and certain connections, like that Carrie thing that I yeah. talked about. Like, <laughs> there's so many of the, the E.T. moments. Like, there's so many of those moments that you don't always notice the first time. And going back, I'm like, I love this even more. <laughs> I'm definitely going to look forward to watching it again for that reason. I do want to um, try to dig more into it. The one thing that I almost said was a downfall, but I, I actually think it's best to have it this way. It's more tragic this way, but it just sucks that it's more tragic. She never got a chance to tell me that she loved him. I'm very sad. He said it to her, but she never said it back, and she wanted to. Yeah, and it, it's... She was even about to, it felt like, anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the other things... One of the things I've never thought about that this made me think about that made me, like, really just, like, think about life and death a lot more was peeling off the stick person on a car when they lost their kid and they peeled off one of the kid stickers. Holy shit! Oh, I was crushed when I saw that. Like, wait, and the character's like, oh... So that's what happens when people die to those. What <laughs> that's what happens to those stick figures. Seriously, I had never contemplated having to do that, and that's such a simple scene of just showing a woman peeling off a sticker off of her van was traumatic, and that's what this movie does. It can make the smallest detail huge. <laughs> I just I can't. Yeah, when I saw that, I was crushed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I love, love, love the parents smoking weed with their daughter scene. <laughs> They're like, shut up, we know you do it. Here's a gift from us. It's like a Christmas gift. And I love, her drunk scenes get a little annoying, but I love her drunk scenes in some parts, especially when she's making the drink. That That's the best <laughs> drunk scene. The, the rest were kind of just meh for me and, you know, traumatic. But that one, she's... It's like she's making a YouTube video explaining how to make a special drink that she invented herself. And then it pans over, and the, her dad is just watching her with this face like he doesn't know what to do, but he understands she's going through some shit. Yeah, because she's had, like, I don't know, like, eight people blow up in front of her at this point or something like that. So many. And she makes it, like, with cranberry and, like, vodka and tequila and all this other stuff. And then she pulls up the cocktail and she's making this YouTube video and she's like, I call this cocktail, all my friends and boyfriend are dead. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> and then she slams that shit. And then she goes, shh, it's a secret because I'm underage. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, one of the other like really true and traumatic moments for me was the Christian protesting the kids, saying that these kids are demons and the demons are exploding out of them, and that's why they're because it brings a lot of truth that there are always people on one event that will find, they're trying to find some causation, they're trying to find some reason of why this is happening, and since no one has one, they'll turn to religion, or they'll turn to this, or they'll say it's something supernatural, or paranormal, or when, like, there could just be no explanation, but everyone will jump to one. Everyone makes their own explanation, whether it be a religion, or a conspiracy theory, or some sort of unknown be entity. Yes. <laughs> and so, I thought that was 
pretty accurately shown in this movie and it was just a quick scene but it was pretty brutal just seeing that i'm like that would totally be what happens oh absolutely (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah Uh, oh one of my other favorite lines sorry was uh the cosmic bullshit of the universe was the reason that she put at the end of this movie (laughs) oh yeah that's like the final line of the movie yep the cosmic bullshit of the universe Perfect line. Roll credits. <laughs> all right. I guess, is that all we're talking about with I this? I think that was spontaneous. All right. It's a little bit shorter of an episode. I guess when there's nothing bad to talk about, you kind of just fly through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully uh, you stuck with us this far and you enjoyed th- that movie. And if you haven't watched it yet and you got this far, sorry. But please go watch it. Seriously. We didn't say some things, and there's a lot of parts in this movie that we kind of kept in the dark. We kept in the dark for a reason. This movie needs to be watched. I recommend it to almost everyone, unless you're faint of heart, about like really high trauma, depression kind of stuff. And stuff about kids blowing up randomly. Like <laughs> it's, it's graphic, it's gory, it's everything that it sounds like. Yep. <laughs> So with that, join us next time. Again, we are reviewing We Are Your Friends, and have a good one. Bye, everybody.